Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Quality Conversation Podcast, the show where we talk about whatever is on our mind. Today, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Andy. Oh, you spoil me, you little flirt. <laughs> what can I say? You're just so handsome. How are you doing, oh, Andy? I, I am well. I, I'm feeling good, and it is Valentine's Day here in the old down on the land. Not quite for you, so no, if, I'm a little extra, if I'm a little extra flirty today, you know why, but... It's yeah, the love is in the you? air, but only in some places. <laughs> yes. I am doing well, Andy. I am doing well. Um, Good. I am not where Emerald and I are not celebrating really anything tomorrow. We're doing something Sunday um, Ooh. because that is our day together. So we're going to go to our favorite restaurant and that kind of stuff. Ooh. So I'm holding off on the love, the love, love that, until wait, then. Is that the one where you get fondue? Yeah, how you remembered, Hell huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the melting pot. That looked pot. good, yes. That is our favorite place. We go there for Valentine's Day and our anniversary every year. Beautiful, beautiful. So Dom um, and I planned about to go to, on Saturday, we're going shopping for groceries because, you know, you people need to eat and drink. Sure. And we're going to get some cheap chocolate. That's our plan. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, the melting pot's not cheap. Um, mm. Cheap, I guess the way we buy it it kind of is like they want you to buy they're like don't you want the five billion courses for a billion for fifty dollars each and i'm like or and hear me out what if we just get one order of the cheese for 20 bucks and one order of the chocolate and then call it quits um but but yeah so uh anyway um you know as this is a show where we talk about whatever is on our mind it's been about a week since you and i last spoke uh mm -hmm. what's on your mind andy well besides chocolate besides chocolate. besides chocolate and you know just being a little bit flirty sorry i'm just and snuggling my camera a little snuggling. Bit. snuggling snuggle oh love is in the air um yeah there's it's been movie award season for well the the, Os the Oscars occurred a thing the, happened that happened that show thing that some people watch happened yes people got awards and some people were happy about it and some people were for for some strange reasons upset about it so that's kind of what's been on my mind recently well so see, of course people Parasite is the big one isn't it yeah yeah, yeah we'll see see the thing is Andy people some people. Um, they really like it when a group of people get together in a room and masturbate, but only if they masturbate about the right things. <laughs> only only irons are allowed. For... <laughs> you're, you're not allowed to masturbate to the wrong film. Yeah. You're not allowed to like... You, do you know what a Dutch rudder is? The term is familiar, but I can't remember it's, exactly what it's, it is. So it's enlighten when me. a man grips himself and then mm. another man grips his arm right about here and goes mm -hmm. like this which creates this motion oh and and For so those you... Of you who can't see he's uh doing a very suggestive male self-appreciation technique uh, self-appreciation well in this case you help the other person appreciate themselves and when you <laughs> when you do it at the same time it's called a double dutch rudder the oscars Ooh. is when a large group of people all get in a line in like a big giant circle and do the dutch rudder so it's like Perfect. a a 100 1000 dutch rudder and then one guy gets up on stage and thanks everyone for the dutch rudder that's the oscars <laughs> Oh, there's just a guy in the middle waiting for it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's, that is a very, very that, apt explanation. That is the, the Oscars. And before anyone says, well, that's sexist, that's only about men, don't worry. Somehow it still works. <laughs> maybe oh, that's, why, maybe that's why, why female directors haven't gotten many awards at the Oscars. They just can't join in on the rudder. They can't do a Dutch rudder. I mean, maybe we're diving deep into a conspiracy here. You might be onto something, so. I mean, I've never seen anything as masturbatory as film award shows. Good point. <laughs> and, Good and, point. And so many, so often. Actually, that's the thing. Um, it's interesting. You brought up Parasite, so I assume you were going to talk about some of those hot takes. Mm. Just just a couple of them. My my main one, I saw, I can't remember the name of the person who was on Twitter because... It was such a dumb thing to say that it was not worth remembering their name. But it was basically, oh, the Korean director, you know, Bong Joon-ho, he went up there 
and said, thank you for Best Picture Award. This is very big honor. And then gave the rest of his speech in, wait for it, Kevin. Hold on. I'm his gonna... native language of Korean. Oh, that's racist. And apparent, apparently, directors <laughs> like him are what are destroying, uh, what are destroying America. So, uh, as an American, Kevin, how do you feel about Koreans winning awards at the Oscars? Well, let me put it to you this way. Every night after I stream, I walk upstairs and I'm ready for bed. And I get to my bedroom. <laughs> and what is on the television that my girlfriend is watching is Korean dramas. So I would have to agree that Koreans are destroying America. <laughs> because they are destroying my sleep cycle. Just, uh, can, we get, can we get a hashtag BTS army um, going? <laughs> In the comments, please, for those of you watching on YouTube. Which, by the way, if, you, if you're not watching on YouTube and you're listening on many of the hosted sites that we have this on, then feel free to run over to Quality Not Guaranteed on YouTube to see our lovely faces and any kind of, you know, skits that we do that require a little bit of vision. <laughs> yes, a little bit of vision, yes. Yes, that's um... the best way I could put it. My mind was not working. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. My mind hasn't worked in uh, like months. Um, it maybe it's the lack of sleep due to Korean dramas being on when I should be sleeping. Mm. Maybe my eyes. You know, just that's twitched. one thing. That's one thing <laughs> that one I didn't think for that. That watches the. I've not watched any of the Korean dramas. Like I've listened to, you know, a good amount of K-pop because it comes on, and you know, they are just some. There are some bops in <laughs> K-pop, man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way I can put it. There are some bops, okay? Some bops. And you, you, you vibe to that sometimes, and it's just are a you good a, time. Are you a K-pop stan? No. Do I need to kill By you? By no means Do am I, need I to end a K-pop stan. But it would be a noble sacrifice know. to free your soul. <laughs> oh, man, you're going to save America one Brit trapped in Australia at a time. I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, such a threat to national security. You are a threat to national security. I mean, I heard you that one time that you said, I want to kill the president of the United States. Well, I remember... We were, remember, Kevin, we were just explaining that it is illegal to say, I want to kill the president of the United States. Well, right, right, right. I mean, you're right. I'm sorry. You, you were just explaining it to people so that they'd know not to say, I want to kill the president of the United States. <laughs> how did we get here again kevin how did uh, we get here mostly protecting america from koreans who are clearly the force that are invading us in mass to do something God. well see that's the thing you know we got to build the wall to stop people from taking our jobs so now we got to build the wall i don't know around the airport to stop the koreans <laughs> delivering movies to us i don't i don't know yeah we got to build a yeah, wall around do, do we need to steal so the great strange. the great firewall from china so that we don't have to see korean <laughs> films we can protect great american films like um like uh what's that um tucker and dale versus evil <laughs> Great American okay. cinema. Oh my god, I, it's, it just boggles my mind. And you know, we we spend a lot of time playing video games because you know we're we're video game playing boys. Yeah, sure. And you know, you know, I'm into. Sorry, I'm just gonna turn my light on a little bit more. That's fine. Your uh, your image is less than quality right now, anyway. So. Fair. That, that upload speed, that that Australian upload oh, speed. Department of Defense is stealing my internet because I want to kill the. No, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, <laughs> moving swiftly on. What was that about the but Prime yeah, Minister of Australia? Uh, um, that he is great. He is doing a good job. The firemen love him. Your your camera quality literally just went back up as you said that. See, told you. <laughs> They're listening. They're listening. Moving, moving swiftly on. <laughs> you know, coming from a, a background where I, I watch a lot of esports and I enjoy a lot of video game tournament stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, when people, there's a lot of players that do not speak English, even sure. in the European scene, like there are some that don't speak English and they get translators. You know, there's uh, a lot of Chinese players and a lot of Korean players that have translators and no one really gives a shit. So why does it matter so much to some of these people that 
you know, he gives a speech in Korean and has it translated. No one cares about Kojima having a translator. No one cares. That poor translator, though, for Kojima, can I just say, he has a hell of a job. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think anyone could understand what Kojima says without a translator, even if it were in English, so. <laughs> Mostly because that it's just bad. nonsense. Oh, man. It's just, you just see the fear in the translator's eyes as Kojima <laughs> is talking, don't you? You yeah. just see it glaze over a deer in headlights, and then he turns and says, yes, thank you, this was very good. I'm glad everyone enjoyed Death Stranding. It took a lot of work. Thank you. But Kojima just pretty much spoke a dissertation live on stage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what can you say? But, uh, you know, Koreans uh, aren't Kojima. And um, honestly, I mean, like, Korea, I'm, I'm not surprised to see good cinema come out of Korea because, I mean, I, I mm. don't like K-dramas. I don't like dramas, but I don't like K-dramas. Um, but my girlfriend loves them. She watches them all the time. Every time she ends one, she finds a new one. And, mm -hmm. and just, I mean, like, the quality, like, the visual quality is really good. And mm. it's clear that they put a lot of work into it. And so, to me, it's like... I don't know. I'm not going to be surprised if we don't see more top quality, you know, yeah. Korean cinema in the future because Korea actually really appreciates cinema as a platform, right? Yeah. And and the thing is is that only certain countries take films super seriously. China, you know, actually really likes making movies that they they make a lot of movies. Um yeah. the you know, the French um mm -hmm the uh and of course americans i mean 90 percent of films in the world like major films that are seen globally come out of america i actually think it's like yeah i think it's like 70 percent or something i'd have to google it but i mean um, it's, yeah, it's a vast majority it's like a pretty large percentage because you know hollywood has a hell of a pull doesn't it so it a lot comes out of there there's there is one thing to say about korea and i think that lends to them making such good productions essentially um I mean, you see it in esports with like OGN and the LCK for League of Legends. You know, they put on a hell of a production. And I think it's something we just said. I think Korean culture just in general has a great value on aesthetic mm -hmm. from not just media, but, you know, it, plastic surgery in Korea is also a huge thing. Yeah, they're too huge much. On a, they're huge on aesthetic for just a lot of things. You know, that might be my ignorance showing, but. You know, when you look at Korea, I just think, wow, they, they really like to strive for, like, a perfect image in a lot of things that they do. Do you know... And then all it takes is the good script, and they can Do you know what the, with the number one uh, plastic surgery in Korea is? It's the double eyelid surgery, isn't it? Yeah, it's the surgery to make their eyes look like Americans, like white Americans, as close to yeah, it like, as they can get. Because uh, it trims down the bottom eyelid and the, the top, eyelid. top eyelid to... Um, open it up more yeah so that their eyes can finally be wider than mine because i'm always half closed <laughs> because you are a sleepy boy i am so tired <laughs> Do you know and you were mentioning just before this actually that not just are you physically tired but you're also tired of superhero movies you know while we're on the topic of movies you are superheroed out are you not kevin i am so tired of superhero movies like i see everyone talking about birds of prey and i mean i know it's not superheroes it's harley quinn it's a super villain but you know if you it's can it's the same universe it's, isn't it it's, it's the same thing i'm just dc marvel it doesn't matter i am yeah you chug that tea deep gulp oh yeah i've got it i've got to take my time to get the tea in while you're talking you know, know. as a brit it, it fuels me as a brit you fucking drinking all that tea Drink coffee like a man. <laughs> Fill it with cream, because that's what that's what men do. Listen um, here, I'm not gonna take orders from you after you threw my tea in the ocean. <laughs> yes, that was me specifically. Yes, Ke you, that you are Kevin. a threat to British national security. We're both committing treason right now. Treason. <laughs> I'm I the love Korean K-pop stan, and you throw tea in the ocean. <laughs> Well, you know, I just, I like to go get those. Have you ever seen that? How tea used to be in like bricks and you like shaved off? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, anyway. I, I have a, like a small shed made of bricks of tea in the, in the world. I'm sure, knowing you. <laughs> I mean, you're very British. I'm sure you had to bring some Brit, wow. Brit to Australia with you. So I, I well, just I mean, assume I do you have, have like... Yorkshire's finest gold blend. Um, 
Can, did, can I, did I ever tell you how many tea bags I bought in bulk at a time? No. One one thousand five hundred tea bags at a time. <laughs> Welcome to Britain, baby. I don't even understand. Like, how can you even drink that much tea? Like, I. It's not just for me. I used to get tea for free from my friend who worked at Tivana back before Starbucks murdered Tivana, and <laughs> the the like. I had like ten pounds of tea, and I never went through it all. Even when I drank a pot of tea a night, like I could never get. And I had some of the See, rare tea, like I had the Yellow Dragon or whatever, which was the one that was like mm, a spe- the specially designed one for the Emperor of Japan or whatever. And like, <laughs> like I had all of them, and I couldn't get through them. I think I still have some of it. Well, <laughs> let me let me tell you something about Britain to put this in please into perspective. You know, we talked about Korean culture. It's time to dive into British culture before we get onto Birds of Prey. Now, as a Brit, you are obliged to offer anyone that is in your home do you want a cup of tea you want a tea you know often they'll they'll say oh yeah a cup of tea sounds grand sometimes they'll say oh no but they really mean yes <laughs> and then you give them the tea anyway you know, if the if you open if you open your door to an amazon delivery you say oh thanks for the package do you like a cup of tea you invite the postman in you know an engineer comes around to fix something oh do you want a cup of tea while you're working yeah, that would be that would be lovely. If they ask for coffee, you sternly ask them to leave and then put in a request to get a new engineer from whoever sent them because it's not working out. Broken your wrist, cup of tea will fix that. Oh, I stubbed your toe, you want a cup of tea? Broken heart, cup of tea. See, cup of tea, it's not just a beverage, it's a way of life. It's a way of life. I, I mean, that's just like, I mean, you come to America, you know, and they ask you if you want a Coke and a Big Mac. Oh, thanks with for the delivery. Want a Coke and a Big a, Mac? Here's your nine millimeter. Nine, yeah. <laughs> Here's your your nineteen eleven. You want a nineteen eleven? They got yeah. four hundred. I bought them in bulk. <laughs> you want to supersize it and get an AR fifteen? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I mean to be fair, that's interesting because like here, you know, whenever you like invite someone over, you go like, oh, you need something to drink. You want to? You want some coffee? Like, I think I've been offered coffee mm. as many times as you've described being offered tea. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting. Beans versus leaves. Yeah. You know, other, other side of the pond. It's just what happens. Um, so, Birds of Prey. Um, yes. <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't seen it. And I've seen so Me many neither. people talk about it. And Emerald went and saw it. And I, I just couldn't go because I was busy. But um, mm-hmm. she, you know, she liked it. But I've yeah. seen so many people online talk about it. And they're like, some people are bashing it. Actually, to be honest, I, have, I haven't heard a whole lot of praise for it. When Emerald mm-hmm. said it was good, I was like, oh. That's surprising because I've heard not so great things, and I can't trust yeah. I can't trust the reviewers because they don't they're they're not real you know professionals real so. people yeah I mean they're, <laughs> they're not they're, real people I mean they're they are what one might generally refer to as human, but <laughs> they are In not they are not what one would call uh credible or mm. reliable or ethical or informed or informed or having even watched the movie sometimes nine Which, out of nine way, i never saw are, it we are, we're reviewing the movie no we're not we're actually not. reviewing no but but, but, yeah, but i've seen a lot of mixed reviews also so yeah exactly i've seen a lot of mixed reviews i've seen a lot of criticism um but she apparently liked it but i had one person who was like you know, tried to make it a thing with it because that's what people always do. They always try to make it a thing about women. It's a movie about women, and they know what, and people don't like it. And they go, "Oh, well, you say have strong women, but now you won't even see the movie." And it's like, mm. first off, that's disingenuous. Uh, second, um, I'm not seeing the movie because I also didn't see a lot of superhero stuff that's come out recently. I'm tired of it. I am, mm. I am burnt out. Infinity War was just like I didn't want to see it, and I went because it was the end of what was what one yeah. might call too long of a series, and mm. I don't want to watch it anymore. Like I don't want to see anyone with a unrealistic body and superpowers punching punching people in a way that the first blow should have killed them, but instead it is a five minute fight scene where they hit mm-hmm. each other in the temple, you know, thirty times, and then get up like nothing happened and i'm like okay captain america can move a car with an arm 
and you're telling me that that mm. punch upside your head didn't end didn't your life yeah like <laughs> at minimum could you at least be slightly stunned could you mm. pretend that it hurt a nosebleed maybe just a little any little even just wipe yeah. some blood off of your nose i'll take that you know like i mean that that's completely fat criticism i'm just tired of it it's it's, it's the, boring it's there's there's like two every year at this point isn't it is like at least two every year and it is pretty insane but i will say that you know with joker coming out and we we spoke about that on our very first one very first podcast it seems so long ago i know it does it seems so long ago um i'm actually i'm really really intrigued by birds of prey just because it's a way to build on just harley quinn who is a super interesting character to me she's always been one of those characters that i had a good intrigue with the kind of the descent into becoming harley quinn you know how she was twisted by the joker and this one very much you know how i wanted joker to be i'm hoping for harley quinn to you know learn hopefully have learned from the mistakes of joker and we really see harley quinn grow as something instead of just being you know a sad boy for an hour and a half I want to see that real madness and Harley Quinn's real personality of just crazy stuff come out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the costume design looks great and it looks like she's just thrown on as many colors and crazy patterns as possible to kind of make your eyes bleed and really, like, amp it up. So I, I have one thing to say about that, about the appearance. I saw someone mm. post a picture of Margot Robbie and then a picture yep. of Harley Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn and go, mm -hmm. and this is what they said. They're like, Man, they tried to make her look as horrible as possible. How did they go from this to this? And I'm like, I'm sorry. Th we're talking about Harley Quinn, right? Like, if she didn't look like a hot fucking mess, would it be right? <laughs> like, yes, you're right. Mar Margot Robbie is a beautiful woman. Like, yes. And yeah. um, the point, that's the point. That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> that's the point. Like, Harley Quinn wasn't exactly, you know, shown as you know, the boring, ugly librarian in the comics either before she became, like, all a clown. in the makeup and the crazy stuff, right? A clown, yeah. a freaking Harlequin. <laughs> like, it looks great. I don't, I don't, I, man, I, some people sometimes. I mean, well. between you and me, besides my just exhaustion with comic book movies, um, superhero comic book movies, because, I mean, that there are exceptions to that, you know, I mean, I, I loved, mm. did you ever watch Dark Matter? I have not. No, it's it's a sci-fi series that's based on the comic Dark Matter, um, mm -hmm. and and you know that's good. But comic, I don't mean comic is in like all graphic novels. I mean superhero DC Marvel. I'm exhausted yeah. of that. Um, but like, I think that I would have been more excited for this movie if Suicide Squad had been good because when Suicide Squad yes, was sure. first being made, I was super excited because i was like really pumped for harley quinn in suicide squad and it's, and it's focused on all these bad guys and oh god it's gonna be great it and just was shit you know the trailer was the only good base <laughs> yeah and 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 so when you look at birds of prey a lot of my enthusiasm or excitement is gone because i already besides being burnt out already it's also mm. just moving on from suicide squad which was bad and so i don't really have high hopes true, true. you know i, I, See, I you know. think they've maybe hopefully they've learned from the mistakes of suicide squad as well because suicide squad you know harley quinn was the comic relief right she was the comic relief and she was kind of just used kind of shoehorn in something that maybe someone enjoys yeah yeah you know i don't know uh, i i don't have a problem with it i wasn't rooting you know some people i think i think we're at a point now where it's just been if i'm honest it's just been bad in cinema when it comes to any female-led movie and i think it's the opposite of what they try to paint it as they everyone tries to go mm. that's because men hate women and i go listen honestly I think it's because you keep making these movies where instead of writing a story about a female main character or a group of females who are just good, you go out of your way to make the same exact character over and over. They're not 
people who have good powers or whatever or good skill they're mm. so often just or or you just take a movie like like there are a couple different versions that i see happen a lot with these female-led versions of a movie right so you have the one is we took a movie we took a type of movie or a, a genre or a particular thing that people like and we said let's change the entire cast and make it all female so we saw that with mm -hmm. ghostbusters we saw that with oceans eight was it oceans eight? uh oceans nine so the all female think, one think, yeah i think it was eight because it had what it was um like was it sandra bullock and yeah. then the, the lady from i can't even remember who was i just don't yet i don't remember the number because i i remember because it, it was a lower number than the other oceans movies and i'm you know like <laughs> it went from one to eight <laughs> yeah um so it was like so 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 you know for me like there's that version right where they take a movie they take a type of movie and they just say well what if we just make it all female and in doing that it's not, it ends up not being a very great film. And and there can be a number of reasons, but I think the main reason is because instead of writing a story, right, just writing a story about a character, mm -hmm. about a group of characters with original idea and motivation, it, like the Oceans movies were written by someone who said, I want to make a heist film. And then they just came up with all mm -hmm. these cool characters that they felt yeah. fit into a heist film. And I actually don't think that they had gender in mind when they were writing it at all. I think they just wrote it, right? um mm. and had cool ideas and it was it was yeah. creative so then you have this movie well the person writing this movie wasn't excited to make a heist film they're excited to make an oceans movie maybe not even excited depending on who the screenwriter was they may have just been doing it for the money and didn't give a shit but like at minimum they were just taking another concept taking someone else's concept mm. and regurgitating it with an all-female cast so it ends up being not as good because the objective isn't writing a story. The objective is turning it into an all-female cast. And and yeah. in the creative process of writing, making something... The, like, the, the female characters aren't actually considered. It's just, we'll just make female actors play it and not write it any differently, right? Right, or even worse, they try to write it differently and it ends up being a series of stereotypes. Um, mm. And then that is the issue that comes into other female-led movies, right? So you get these other female-led movies where someone didn't say, you know what I really, really want? You know what character I really, really love? I love Captain Marvel. That is one of my favorite comic book characters. And I'm going to write an awesome Captain Marvel character who is genuine to the original Captain Marvel. And I'm excited for it. Instead, someone says, you know what I want to write? A powerful female superhero. Who's a powerful female superhero? Uh, uh, I don't really read comic books, so I don't actually know. But uh, let's see. Let me look, 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 look. Oh, Captain Marvel. We'll do Captain Marvel. And then they write mm. a story, and the objective is just, well, we got to make her strong. And we got to make her very strong. And she's got to be the strongest. And she can't not be strong. She can't not win. She has to win. And, and what you yeah. end up with is a caricature of strong women. Um, and so you get these characters that are strong women who... Uh, what what they are is they're like, like like their power is hitting people. Like their power is being flawless. Well, like, right. Well, not just right. flawless. Like even even they'll have a flaw, but their flaw will somehow be a benefit. But more to the point, they aren't powerful because they make the right decisions. They aren't powerful because they have an inner turmoil they overcome. They aren't powerful because they're creative and and clever or they learn something in the film. Instead, they are powerful and that's it. They're yeah. just powerful. They tell you that right away. Yeah. And and the way they express this power and the way they win any argument is they punch someone. So you'll <laughs> notice that in like Captain Marvel or a lot of other films, I mean, I'm, I'm just using that one because it's the most recent prevalent example. Yeah. Um, the Whenever a situation should be a conversation the character ends the conversation by hitting the thing that they disagree with, right? That's not, I mean, Captain America doesn't do that. Tony Stark doesn't do that. You know, like, sure, there are the comedic moments or whatever, but, like, they have debates. Like, they debate and argue. These characters have, like, opinions. I, and... think, I've, I think I've just thought of, like, a really good way to sum that point up. Sure. And, it, and it's just, they they seem to say, oh, we're going to have a strong female character, but then they just give it an 
you know, it's kind of ironic that I'm going to use this term, but they give the strong female character little man syndrome. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, that's exactly literally it. Right? That's literally it. Now I'm powerful, so I'm going to exert my influence on other people by simply using that strength. Mm. And that's something that they've done a lot lately. They've done it in comic books, right? And and they always have a straw man, too. They always have to draw in a straw man into everything, right? So mm-hmm. they decide to make a female Thor. And what they do is they put a straw man in there who is a villain who is getting on her for being a girl. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 they 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 constantly try to put in these characters, and then the character defeats them not by mm-hmm. being morally superior, not by outperforming them, or not by ignoring them and simply beating them. They let the person get under their skin, get upset, and win by by hitting them. You know, mm-hmm. and then I, I am I'm my... right because I killed you. You know, like that's their <laughs> that's their thought process. Yeah, the winner's right history sort of <laughs> argument. I think. It's something to be said that my favorite female character... Sorry, there's like a storm coming and the light is just all natural <laughs> if, light. If we lose Andy, it's because the Australian death storms have gotten him. Yeah. All natural light just disappeared within a two-minute window. Um, I think it's something to be said. My two favorites, female characters that I can remember from the top of my head in recent years are one, Cersei Lannister. Okay. And two, Claire Underwood from House of Cards. Oh, yeah, yeah. In recent memory. And those two fucking terrify me. Villains. They they terrify me. And it's not just because... It's not because they're a strong woman. It's just because they are cunning. They are evil. <laughs> and they are just cold. And, you know, you put that same thing in a man and I'd be just as terrified. But they are done so well. Yep. Their characters are just so incredible. They're, of course, they're well acted as well, which helps. But well, because they're characters. That, yeah, they've been developed. They, they've not just been, oh, let's just have a female shell and have it win. Well, and so that goes back to my original point, right? Is that yeah. the problem with these female-led films is that the characters are not from a design point, from a creativity point, designed to be characters. They are designed mm-hmm. to be caricatures of a strong female, and you have to like them or you're bad. And the reason I brought all of this up wasn't to have the same conversation about this issue. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Talked about it. yeah. It's because then... If even someone doesn't do that, they've poisoned the well. Finally, yeah. someone says, hey, I have created this great story with this character that people want to see. And people go, uh, it's just another Hollywood strong female shill. So I'm not going to, mm-hmm. I don't want yeah. it, you know. So I don't, I mean, I, that's not why I've avoided Birds of Prey. But I think people almost want it to be that. And I don't know if it is or is not. You know, but you do see it. And I mean, Disney lately with Marvel and and Star Wars have been super guilty of this, of just characters don't have personality to have personality. The characters are are just being pushed to fit. They're a shell to carry a narrative. Right. To carry an agenda, you know. And I mean, this goes back to like... God, you want to go to like the Oscars and whatever. Like people are like, how come more female directors aren't being nominated? And I'm like, okay, the Academy is run by the people who are getting the awards too. Like everyone, all the voting members vote for it. I, plenty of those are women. Like I don't think, I don't think we should be voting for things based on, like race or gender. I think you should just be voting for what you think should win. And that's like a terrible concept to people. Like, no, 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 that that's, you you know, we need more. It's that term, we need more diversity. And I go, I don't understand. We need more diversity. What does that mean to you? Does that mean like pushing a, the first woman through uh, special forces training, even though she failed all her tests, just so you can say, this is the first female special forces member? Right, which is a thing that happened. I don't know if you read about that when it happened. No, I can't say that I read about that. It was a thing that happened in the U.S. Of course, I want more female representation. I want more people of color being represented for the 
the right reasons. And like you said, that is that is something that is I don't know. It's weird. That's a weirdly rejected idea. I find, you know, if if you want to raise up people of color, you know, females, and help them, like showcase them, sure, but don't, like, I don't think people should get vote for them. Just be don't give them an edge just because of those things. Right. Yes. But of course, give them the fair playing field, and that's the thing. There's there there is obviously a lot of ingrained stuff where it's it's not a fair playing field by any means and it, it won't be for many years if ever but just throwing out someone's achievements and someone's hard work because they're not a person of color or a woman and you want to basically show how inclusive you are is just not the right way to go about it well it's it's sure, what it's going to promote away but well, I, I think what I was going to respond to what you were saying before was that it, I'm trying to refine the word. Um, it was, it is, it is one of those things where essentially you are disrespecting women or people of color when you give them, I don't even know what the right award would, like, like what the right term would be. It's not a consolation prize, but it's like a, like a gimme. Like, you're not good enough to get this on your own, so we're going to, like, just give it to you anyway. Here's the token award, basically. Right, yeah. Like, like now we gave it to a woman. Congrats. Instead of it being like, wow, like, this was a great movie. Like, here you go. Well, why'd you vote for me? Because it's a great movie. You didn't vote for me because I'm a woman? No, I voted because it was you did a good job. You know? And, I mean, I think it's difficult. I think, you know, recently we've seen – some of the issues within Hollywood in general from some of the really high up people, you know, the people who the the Harvey Weinsteins and stuff like that, you know, those that's, that's bad. And I wouldn't even for a second say that isn't a thing, but then I also, I also think sometimes we do the opposite where we also see sexism and racism where it may not be. And it can be hard because it's hard to say what is, you know, everyone's just saying, mm. I didn't win an award, so I think this is this. And they may be right. On the other hand, yeah. they can't prove it, and you can't prove it. You can't do anything. Like, so how, you know, is it true? It's hard to say if it's true. How often is it true? We know that the, the, the real executive executives, the people who don't give a shit about the Oscars, like Harvey Weinstein, who just cares about you know, making money and he's at the mm. top as top. We know that there's an issue there, but we've known, we've known that there's an issue amongst the mega rich for a long time, right? Like, yeah. like the, the gigger rich, the people who are like the oligarchs of our societies, we know that they are perverse weirdos who fly out to islands on the Lolita Express to hang out mm. with a convicted pedophile, you know? We, we know that's true. And then we know that when they yeah. get caught having hung out with that convicted pedophile, they have him suicided. We know these are things mm. that actually happen in our elite society. The question you have to ask is, are those the people making the vote? Yeah. Probably not. I mean, I mean that's just like, just as to go on like a whole social rent thing, there's, there's not going to be any, and this is a very blanket statement, and I don't, want to go into too many details but there's never going to be that feeling of fairness until you see you know those people that have this money or the people that just happen to be popular and famous enough you know get what they deserve when they're found to be doing these things because if you're just a regular schmuck regular old joe or god forbid you're black you know you're getting slammed in jail you're getting everything taken off you and but if you're if you're white enough, popular enough, or rich enough, you get a slap and a fine, and say, "Oh, don't don't do that again," and then everyone forgets about it a month later and goes back to buying your albums. And does anyone remember Chris Brown beating the shit out of Rihanna, and then he suddenly like, number one in the charts like three weeks ago? Like, yeah. what the fuck is that? Like, why has he not been yeah. in jail for like three years? Like, um, come on. I think it was like last year or the year before or something. Jeff Bezos while getting his like a uh, condominium in the middle of the city remodeled he got like 16 grand's worth of parking fines from just the various vehicles and stuff that were 
parked illegally during that renovation and you know he just kept he just told them to keep doing it essentially he just paid a 16 dollar parking fee 16 not 16 dollars 16 thousand dollar parking permit you know what i mean like yeah. like yeah yeah the, the fines don't apply to the rich you know it's kind of like when you were in california and the droughts were going on and you could they they had it so you weren't allowed to water your lawn and you could yeah. see that the houses of the rich yeah the houses of the rich had green lawns and the houses of not rich had brown lawns right because they were just like well i'm just gonna pay i'm just gonna pay the the fee the fine the 500 dollars fine i don't care yeah. i have millions yeah. and millions of dollars whatever and it's literally being rich so just the law doesn't apply to you it just doesn't apply yeah. and and it's a, you're right. I mean, you what you just said is a hundred percent right. You know, there it it won't change, and but so you know, I mean, this goes back again to like people do like I am I am happy to see people who are of anything that is a less represented group succeed. I just don't mm-hmm. think that it will be of anyone's benefit to keep giving them gimmies. To keep yeah. giving that, just just don't just hand like, you know it it needs to be good, you know, and then you need to vote yeah. because it's good, and as long yeah. as you do that, eventually we will have the even playing field that we should have. But if you keep yeah. forcing the issue, you're going to create more walls, and that's not a popular opinion because you know I'm white and I'm a guy and I'm straight and everyone's going to yeah. be like well you don't understand and I'm like you know there are parts of my life that are not this where my whoever I am have had a diff- has had a different effect right and I've I've been in a situation where I things were not fair to me and I know how it feels and it's not the same thing and it's for different reasons but I've had that I know how yeah. you feel and it's wrong but if you might you might not have had it on the same scale because you know white male privilege does exist sure like it definitely exists but you I know, mean these to, were about things where race or or gender didn't apply yeah. but um, but yeah there's there is for sure there's just a need for that equal playing field and you know it's yeah there's not really much else to say that that idea of the rich getting like what they deserve or like people that are popular enough whatever you can translate that to any kind of situation especially when you th- you think oscars i'm so excited and i've not seen a bong joon ho film i've never actually seen any of his films but parasite from what i've seen of it looks like it'd be right up my alley just gonna say i don't care about subtitles <laughs> I no i don't care about subtitles. <laughs> i mean i've been watching anime for for like my most yeah. of my life like whatever right and you know people have been saying it looks really good the 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 premise of the movie looks really good. It looks like something I could really enjoy, and you know it's kind of like it's a very very dark but yet funny film. And you know I'm kind of thinking maybe it's got hints of Jojo Rabbit that came out recently, where it's got those little bits, which is a really good film, by the way. I really want to um, see it. I didn't get the chance to see Jojo Rabbit. Uh, we were gonna go see it, and then due to scheduling, because the it came out for a really short time near me. Like it Mm -hmm. wasn't in theaters super long. And then the theater that did have it playing near us was like 45 minutes, an hour away. And we were going to go. And then we couldn't, something came up that day. And then we ended up never getting to go see it before it wasn't in theaters Mm. anymore. And I really wanted to see it. I didn't even really see any advertisement or anything for it. It was actually Dom came home one day and she was like, Oh, I saw a trailer or I saw some stuff about a film called Jojo rabbit. Do you want to watch it sometime? And I was like, right, are we watching like some kids film or something? Like some little animation? Is it a new Pixar thing that I've never heard of? And she's like, oh no, it's about Hitler. And I was just like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, I, um, it's, that's funny that you said it. Cause like you guys got to go see it and you didn't hear about it. I mean, we see a, we see a fair number of movies, not as many as I like to back when I did like movie reviews on this channel. Um, yeah you know plug it again the channel quality not guaranteed um i i used to do movie (laughs) reviews with mike and that was we would go see a movie every like other day if not at least once a week Mm. i don't get to do that as much anymore too much going on you had a big conversation about is thanos actually a bad villain uh, way back in the day right and yeah well i mean it was that was a funny one to me i i just bringing that up like it was so interesting 
Um, I won't go too deep into it. You know, go watch the video if you want. It's one of my lower quality ones when I didn't know what I was doing as much. But the the conversation <laughs> quality not guaranteed by the way. <laughs> quality is not guaranteed. But what was interesting about that was that um, you know, we got in an argument with a friend of ours who was uh trying to like was fighting us on our criticisms of Thanos. We didn't like Thanos, and we we hated the story because the Infinity Gauntlet is called the Infinity Gauntlet. It can do anything. Mm -hmm. So what kind of villain who has infinite powers solution to scarcity is who has the Infinity Gauntlet, their solution is to kill half the universe. Well, there's there's scarcity. There's not enough. But there is infinite amount of things that you could have done that were not killing half the universe. Right, exactly. So I was like, what we and he and so we got in an argument with our friend because he's just stubborn and he just kept being like no the infinity gauntlet i mean it's not truly infinite and then we got into the term aleph which is like infinity's infinity and it's just like a mathematical term and we were mm-hmm. like that but it's not called the aleph infinity gauntlet it's called the infinity gauntlet we're using the colloquial term using the basic layman term the term everyone knows which just means forever all possibilities and it's like it doesn't this isn't this isn't the mathematician's infinity gauntlet this is just infinity gauntlet (laughs) and and so what was funny is at the conclusion of that argument he of course just said well we have to agree to disagree and i said it's not a matter of disagreement um but all right so we separated on that point but what was funny is is that mike and i continued to talk and at the Mm. conclusion of that we go we went holy shit Thanos is a great madman. He's an excellent villain because only a madman who would have infinite possibilities and instead get stuck on the, on mass murder being the only choice. Yeah. Only a true madman could have infinite possibilities and be incapable of thinking of a single mm. one except mass murder. Yes, I I I want I don't want anything to change. I just I want to be able to enjoy what is currently here. So I'm going to make sure that there's less people to ruin what I have now instead of building something better. Well, Good job, Thanos. <laughs> that's what that's what really like makes you go, wow. I because I mean, think about it. It's the Infinity Gauntlet. He could have just brought his own people back. He could have and fixed his fixed planet their, and fixed yeah. their scarcity issue. I mean, he he did that with the Redstone. You know, he was like, oh, let's have a look at what it used to look like. Why not just there you go, you got it back. Well done. It would have been a smaller <laughs> scale. Wouldn't have destroyed his arm. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's just one of those things where um, there were so many options. And at first, because there were so many options, it made him sound like a terrible villain. And then when you think about it, you go, actually, no, that's what makes him a villain. Because now you can literally go, what a lunatic. Mm-hmm. You know, Because so many people were like, Thanos did nothing wrong. That was their argument. And you were just like, yeah, sure, okay, Thanos did nothing wrong. You know, he's like Senator Armstrong. But then, <laughs> then who actually did nothing wrong. But you... Uh, but then you realize that no, he's not Senator Armstrong. He did he is wrong and he mm. sounds right, but he's wrong because he himself can't see the forest for the trees. Yeah. You know? I I mean the you, when you when you put it like that, there's there's a strange and you know <laughs> quite glaring parallel between him and joker when you put it that way yeah joker does everything that's this crazy just to kind of get under batman's skin and do all that madness he's did just you like just... oh I'll, I'll blow up everything right did you just throw 300 people into a volcano just to upset batman on his vacation absolutely mm-hmm. i did did you just spend yes. four million dollars setting up an elaborate scheme across the world just to upset batman when he was on his honeymoon of course i did how did you get yes. that money? I went on a massive like raid of Fort Knox. Why? Just so that Batman would hear about it. If I robbed a bank, he wouldn't know. But raid Fort Knox, <laughs> he'll hear about Fort it. Fort Knox, oh yeah. Like like everything he does is elaborate, insane, and it's just to annoy Batman. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it does remind you of Joker. It's just like <laughs> it's real great. lunacy, real lunacy. Um, but uh, we were making a point before we got on the subject of Thanos. That, what uh, was that point again? I don't remember because <laughs> I got sidetracked by that because that is one of my that is one of my favorite revelations I've ever had. Yeah, was that thing about Thanos? Um, I still hated Jojo Rabbit. You didn't get to Jojo go see Rabbit. It. We didn't get to go see it. Right uh, there, we go. So Jojo Rabbit. I'm sad that I didn't get to see it, and I want to see it, and I plan to still see it. That said, 
the people around me in my life have made me exhausted with Taika Waititi and his name. <laughs> because ever since he did a good with Thor Ragnarok, he's now everywhere. And there's he's there's nothing wrong with him. Like, I think he's funny. I think he's clever. I also think he's a good actor as much as he is a good director. But now I just can't, like, do anything without something someone mentioning him. And it's just like, oh, did you hear Taika Waititi? No, I didn't, and I don't care. Like, I'll see it when it happens. And then it'll be like, they see a person who's also a new, like a New Zealander and or whatever. And they're just like, doesn't that guy look like that? I thought that was Taika Waititi. Is that Taika Waititi? No, it's a different person. I thought it was Taika Waititi. Looks like him. It's it's not. Yeah. It's a different person. Not everything is Taika Waititi. Not every New Zealander is Taika Waititi. Like, please stop. Please, no worries. For the rest of your days, <laughs> it's our problem-free philosophy. Uh, it's Taika Waititi. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> He's in The Lion King now, Kevin. Coming to cinemas soon. <laughs> no, it's one of those things where you get sick of it, not because there's anything wrong with him, but just because it's just everywhere. And you're just yeah. like, it's, uh, it kind of reminds me of the M. Night Shyamalan thing. Yeah. He he did his good, and then he did more films. I mean, granted, Taika Waititi stuff is uh, still good. Got a bit, it got a better track record than M Night Shyamalan's, but well, but Jojo Rabbit is is excellent. The the subtleties in there, and it's it's great. So I think you should really go watch it. And if you do watch it, maybe we can talk about it. It's, I it's one of those that I won't be able to ooh. see it in theaters. It's not in theaters near us anymore. I'll have to wait until I can watch it like at home. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's available I mean, yet, it's, but. It's funny. It's it's just it's uh, it's my kind of humor. There's very subtle kind of deadpan moments in it. It's got Stephen Merchant, who you know, great British comedian, who you know, he it just tickles my fancy, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Oh, and I'm if sure anyone else that's listening hasn't seen Jojo Rabbit, give it a chance. I think you'll really enjoy it too. There's just there's something to be said a bit about being able to turn Hitler into a great comedy tool that <laughs> I just have to applaud and say, you know what? Yes, that was a good film. And uh, this has been a Andy's movie reviews. Uh, if you'd like to bother Andy <laughs> about more of his opinions, <laughs> I highly recommend going to twitch.tv slash Andy SPG during one of Ooh. his weird Australian boy uh, stream hours. And just don't pay attention to the game. Don't ask any questions about the game. Don't worry about that. I just throw him questions about movies. And if he doesn't answer, that's okay. Just let me know. I'll fly out to Australia and I'll spank him like the bad boy he is. Because <laughs> it's oh, Valentine's Kevin. Day. Oh, <laughs> just, again, that's that's twitch.tv slash Andy SPG. Oh, if we're plugging, I'm a bit under hot under the collar of my beefcake. Beefcake. Yes, everyone, by the way, Andy. Uh, now, this isn't this isn't QNG merch. This is Andy SPG merch. Uh, Andy's <laughs> Andy has got his own line of beefcake merch. Andy's community is called the Beefcakes. Um, they're called that because all of them are a hot slab of beef and, uh, thick boys, thick boys. And I highly and recommend girls. going and checking out his, uh, his merch. Um, you know, I don't usually <laughs> sit here and plug anything and this isn't, you know, even about me, this isn't even about uh, Q and G or, or quality conversation, but Andy, my man here is a full-time streamer and he could use your support. So go check him out, check out his merch, get some beefcake, kick ass. Well, you're right. You should, of course, also check out Kevin's stream. We can't have it be all about me. Kevin oh, here. Come on. Streams on Mixer. The great skeleton man. You know, he's been running around playing League of Legends, trundling things in the jungle. He's been playing some Monster Hunter Iceborne as well. He's been neenering it up with his with his bows and shooting people in the eye sockets. I'll just say it right now. And Andy gives me a hard time because I have no consistent branding because my quality is definitely not guaranteed. Like Andy is Andy SPG in like all things. Like he is the super penis gobbler in all possible <laughs> things. That's his character name. That's his stream. That's his Twitter. And I'm just like, my character's name is Nina based off of a and d character. The character looks like my girlfriend. And I, my Twitter is your boy, Kevin G. And my mixer is the great skeleton man, and you know it's never consistent, and he does not let me forget it. Just putting nope. it out there, and I never will. Quality not guaranteed. Definitely, that's my brand. Um, 
So speaking of brands, now I'm only, this is only a teaser, but I will have you know that there is something coming soon, very soon, possibly in the next coming weeks. And uh, Andy here is a contributor to this coming thing. So look forward to a bit of uh, new artwork and a new sort of announcement very Ooh. soon um, coming on the channel. Um, I'm very much looking forward to it. This is just a teaser if you've made it this far, <laughs> but uh, you'll be seeing more of me, more of, of me and other people and Andy as well, who has come on board for this special project. So no, no spoilers, just teasers, but <laughs> putting it out there very, very soon. Yes. If you made it this far, you get the golden mustache award. Of course, you can give it a little tickle. And you get the, the little uh, the little tidbits of information that's only for the, the elite. Only for the elite. But not the kind of elite that get to ignore parking fines and jail sentences. <laughs> they get to touch Kevin's wonderful mustache. There you go. Come on out. Come out to come out to the great center of America that's not the center, it's actually on the East Coast, Washington DC, where nothing <laughs> where nothing happens and uh, everyone yells at each other and you can touch my mustache. That fun, sounds like a great time. Fun fact: I do, in fact, let one, one or two lucky, uh, lucky people touch my mustache at any meetup I do. So you know, oh, Pax East, Pax everyone East. touch Kevin's mustache. I am going to Pax East, so if there's anyone who is going to Pax East who is interested in meeting me, you will also get to see a bit of a reveal for Pax because I'll be wearing a very special shirt um, while I'm there, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, let me know. Let us know in the comments. Maybe one day we can also do a meetup at PAX Aus. If Ooh. Andy and speaking of which, I highly recommend going to twitch.tv slash andyspg and supporting him <laughs> because when he's rich, he has promised to fly me to to Australia. So you know, True, I did say that. I need you guys to support him, right, and get him to be a Twitch partner with the big money, so I can go to Australia. I need you to understand. Kevin wants is... <laughs> to be rich and paid for by proxy. Yes. So. I need you to pay. I need you to make Andy rich so he can be my sugar daddy. I am once again asking for your financial support. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out oh. to Toasty for making uh, my face on top of Bernie you know, Bernie's body for that. Yeah, that was funny. I I that was so funny. Uh, Toasty. Yes. Toasty. Another this shout is, out for Toasty. Great. Toasty here our good friend another shout out toasty i think gets a shout out every like three podcasts or so <laughs> deserves it he's he a good boy he is a good boy he is a good boy toasty here that's him it's and and his if you haven't guessed uh, his picture is of a toast with a face on it and it's coming out of the toaster and, and it looks very out, handsome and it's toasty here it is it is toasty there <laughs> yes, <laughs> you will. You will likely find him down in the comments because he's a he's a frequent commenter as well. So yeah, he is. You know, and so if you see him comment, you should reply to his comments. I don't know what you should say, <laughs> but you should do it. You should say the toasty is there. The toasty is there. There it is. The toasty is there. There it is. <laughs> There he this is. Has been a, this has been a great bread and toasted bread related <laughs> segment, and I I have greatly enjoyed this. I am, and it is making me hungry. I am perturbed. Time. I am perturbed by how many breads we know. We got the toasty. We got the breadson. Mmm. We got two. We got yeah. two. That's I not, think I saw. Not too bad. No, I, I I could swear someone followed me on Twitter the other day who also had a bread related name, and I was like, what is with this? Like with these yeasty boys and. Yeah, being in my life, <laughs> I I made a tweet the other day saying I was, it was like my going live announcement. I was like, oh, let's get this bread, you know, just a throwback to the old. Let's get this bread, and there's a Twitter account called Our Daily Bread. <laughs> just liked it. <laughs> of course, I was just like, what the fuck is what's going on? Gotta get this bread. Our, our daily bread. Our like this. daily bread. Yeah. All right. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily toast. There you go. Okay. Uh, also, do you know, I, I just did the, the whole cross thing. And yeah, it just caught on that fire. Tell me that, that John is, uh, is of course, because you mentioned he's having a Catholic wedding. Congratulations to John, because 
I think by the time we record the next one, he will be married, correct? Uh, no. No? We will record one more. So everyone, my buddy, John, Jonathan Vicenzio, is getting Ooh. married to his fiance, Holly Zoak, who will become Holly Vicenzio. And uh, they are getting Catholic married. And I, the dirty atheist, am going to <laughs> burn for multiple hours at this wedding. I am the best man, which means I am obligated to suffer. Um, this, But they are getting married, so we will have one more episode. So probably by the time the next episode comes out on YouTube, I usually get the MP3 out either the day either th the day of the recording or the day after, but the, the video takes longer. Um, so by the time the actual video comes out, it may be post-wedding, but... Yeah. That will still be next episode, and we will record that before they get married. But yeah, this is my this is my early congratulations, and then if the video, if we record it, that will be my after congratulations. So I'm covering both bases. You're just covering in case. both bases, yes. So you know, anyone, if you want to send your congratulations, you can. Yeah, they're getting big. They're getting married. Actually, so funny story. I have to say this. I know we're sort of at the end here, roughly, but I have to tell this story for anyone who is here long enough to get their golden <laughs> mustache. For anyone who is here long enough to get your golden mustache, this is a this is my story for the night. So, um, as part of the Catholic process, the church requires an affidavit from witnesses that know you well to confirm. And actually, actually, I was I was surprised, you know, I'm not a big fan of religion, um, but I was surprised by how ethical this affidavit was. Um, the only thing mm -hmm. on it that made me think was weird was, uh, no, I actually didn't ask that. Never mind. Um, it was, <laughs> sorry, I was thinking of something else. I was thinking of something else someone told me. But um, the, so the affidavit, it, it asks a bunch of questions that I have to confirm. And I thought they were going to be weird ones. Like, do you mm -hmm. know if they've ever fornicated? Do you know if they live together? You know, because those are like things that are not Catholic. And then... Not, not kosher, just to mix up the religions. <laughs> yeah. And so what I found out when I read it, though, is that it actually was asking me really cool questions. Like, do you know if this, if both parties... Like, as far as you can... what your As far as your knowledge goes, has... Mm -hmm. Is this wedding between two consensual people who both wish to be married? And then, as mm -hmm. far as you know, has this wedding been influenced or forced by any parental or guardian figure? As far as you, you know, like it just asks all these yeah. questions that are basically asking, is this wedding arranged? Is this wedding consensual? Is this yeah. what, do you know if there's any abuse in this marriage? Like, are these, is this a good relationship? Can you think of any reason why they shouldn't be married? You know, and um, so they had to get witnesses. So, of course, they uh, mine. John gave me his and Holly gave Emeralds hers. Right. Because we're mm -hmm. their closest friends. And so they asked us to uh, just fill these out. I, I took mine to work and filled it out there. You have to have it notarized either by a priest or by a notary. Um, mm -hmm. My coworker who I sit across from is a notary. So we were sitting there oh, and that's, he, that's handy. Isn't it? Yeah. So he um I I I said, Hey, can you notarize this for me? And he he did it. And then I said, you know, I just had a funny idea, Stu. And he's like, What? And I'm like, This is an affidavit for a Catholic wedding to prove that two Catholics have the right to get married, confirmed and signed by an atheist, notarized by a gay. <laughs> <laughs> and he cracked up he was like i was like he's like this priest will tuck this away in his cabinet not knowing the pure heresy that will leak forth into his other documents it's just he'll he'll open it up and it'll it'll catch fire <laughs> oh man i thought it no, was really that, funny that is that is really that is good i i enjoyed that Thank I, you for sharing I, that, Kevin. You're welcome. It was something that really we got a kick out of, you know, because because mm. it was just I only realized it in the note, you know, because because my coworker's gay and like I I I didn't even think about it until he did it. I was like, that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> so can we really trust their opinion? They'll never know. They'll never know. <laughs> um. So anyway, I think we're roughly at the end today. I know we've gone on quite a few mm. tangents today. I had fun, though. Did you have fun, Kevin? I did have fun. I thought that was a very pleasant conversation. 
Um, a quality conversation. That's a quality some conversation. Yes. Oh, he Ooh. said the name. I said oh. the name. You get a mustache. You get a mustache. Everyone Everybody here gets a mustache. Time to go double Dutch rudder. Yes. All I, will, right. uh, I will see you on the other side. <laughs> see you on the other side. All right. Well, everyone, thank you so much for watching. If you've got this far, you get your golden mustache. You've heard the joke. And we will, of course, be back again next week with another episode of the Quality Conversation Podcast. Thank you so much for watching. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye,